Good day, villagers, and thank you for waking up to L-I-V-E Life in the Villages with me, your host, Dr. J, podcasting from the Wildwood Studio under the Brownwood Bleachers. Today is September the 27th, 2019, and folks, I've got some serious news. I'm really not in the Wildwood Studio under the Brownwood Bleachers for this podcast. I'm on vacation. You know, sometimes we've got to go on vacation to kind of clear things out, open up the mind, feel the cool breeze. Well, that's what I'm doing. And it's given me the opportunity to reflect on these past couple of months of podcasting with you all. It has been a delight and a thrill. It has been so much fun. And I thank you all for listening. Now, as many of you know, last week I started a new podcast called The Way with Dr. J. And that podcast is about my life story, my memoirs that I wrote, the book called Lily's Dad. Well, I'm going to start from the beginning with my ancestry and take you through what I believe is a pretty exciting life that Hollywood producers have found interest in it. So I'm going to be out here on the beach for a little while on vacation as I start recording the first few episodes of this new podcast, The Way with Dr. J. My life story that's going all the way to Hollywood. Thank you, Jesus. And thank you all for listening. Here's the introduction to The Way with Dr. J. Please enjoy. Our regular podcasting will be back in just a couple of weeks. Thank you. Hello, listeners. I'm Edward Juan Lynham, a.k.a. Dr. J, my college professor name, and welcome to the introduction of The Way with Dr. J, my new podcast. This makes the fifth podcast on my podcast network, but the fourth podcast I actually host. The fourth podcast, Law School 101 Case Studies, is being lectured by attorney Kajol Washington. This fifth podcast, The Way, will be all about me and will mirror my book, Lily's Dad, Haven at Ford, that's available on Amazon Books. Many of you have shared that it's an exciting read. This podcast will illustrate the book and end with a reality podcast of actual present-day events occurring in my life. My fraternity line brother, whose name I won't mention, because the new media company that hired him learned I wrote about him in my book before hiring him. Well, he's the one that inspired me to explore my book as a screenplay. Of course, it was flattering that he thought enough of my life story to suggest that I should approach it as a movie, although I didn't write the book for that purpose. The purpose of writing the book was to preserve my family's history and legacy, but some are seemingly trying to rewrite. I've never been ashamed of my failures, like losing a political race, but no one who's ever run for office has ever launched an insult against me like that. That lack of shame, I guess, is why I've never feared being the only black man in a very large room of intimidating figures. It's because I've come to learn shame as a lack of humility and a quality of the devil. My mother started me learning the piano at age seven. I didn't realize at that age she was teaching me to learn, fail, and to overcome embarrassment. And it's why I've never feared being the only black man in a very large room of intimidating figures. It's because shame and lack of humility, I've learned, are qualities of the devil. Oh, what you can learn from some piano lessons early off in life. But my life story has now caught the interest of some known Hollywood movie producers who are now working with me to develop screen and teleplays about my life. It's a dream. It's surreal. Most of my agency colleagues are learning to become better storytellers to transform their novels and books to screenplay. That was my expectation when I selected my producer and when I pitched my book as a screenplay idea the first time. But he flipped the script on me and said he was interested in developing my college life story into a possible movie, although he was a television guy. I didn't realize his focus with comedians had been television oriented. 
at the meeting with my assigned producer. The lead producer seemed to rubber stamp all of my assigned producer's ideas, except for immediately sending cameras down to follow me right away. There's a lot of homework and due diligence to be done first. Right after each meeting, I called my fraternity brothers who helped me get to that point. I was in disbelief about what they had already done and told me to show their sincere interest in selling virtually every aspect of my life on the big screen, including my father's and grandmother's for a possible original Netflix drama based on a true story. Of course, it can all fail. I've never been a person with their head in the clouds, and thinking someone could be playing me on television in a couple years is surreal. But who can say they are working with known Hollywood movie producers to develop movies of their life and legacy if they haven't already done so? But in case it all fails, I'm going to capture it all in this podcast. I'm going to bring you into not only my world, but inside my mind as the possibility of me becoming a figure that's represented on television by an actor becomes a possible reality. And people, it's a reality because Netflix has changed Hollywood as most are coming to realize by having to subscribe to Netflix. Original content is where it's at. I didn't write my story. God did. I just put it down on paper in a book for you to read. A lot of things I wrote about in Lily's Dad remains without further elaboration or explanation. But this podcast is going to bring my book, Lily's Dad, Paving It Forward to Life. It's going to bring you into my world where I name names that aren't in the book and provide deeper perspective on the social and criminal justice issues that I present. I present my memoirs as humbly yet entertaining as possible. Growing up, I didn't realize I may have had it better off than other kids. My mother did a good job keeping me grounded, keeping me in our church. Church, Shallow Missionary Baptist Church in downtown Orlando, in the neighborhood of Paramore, aside from family, there are many witnesses to every aspect of my life, many of them who are not named in the book, but will be named in this podcast. Growing up, I didn't know my grandmother, Willie Mae Burke, was a historical figure in Lake County, and I didn't know my father, Edward Lynham Jr., was probably the first black man to lead an all-white law enforcement agency in Florida. This podcast will chronicle my memoirs, beginning with my ancestry, because this podcast is Hollywood-inspired. I'm going to give you some present-day facts before starting this podcast with my ancestry. Do you remember the movie Swordfish with John Travolta and Halle Berry? It begins with a fast-forward to the end where John Cheeto suspects a John Travolta ambush before the hostage vest explodes? Well, I'm going to give you a quick preview of where things are in my life today before starting the next podcast at the beginning with my ancestry. Today is September the 20th, 2019. I'm in my fourth year of a bifurcated divorce case during which I wrote and published my 80,000 word memoir, Lily's Dad, Paving It Forward. I wish the royalties go to the Juris Scholar Foundation, our charitable foundation. I began podcasting just two months ago after local circuit judges conspired and fabricated a pack of lies that would send any non-Christian through the roof. But that's not me. I'm a devout Christian. I don't fear boasting the name of Jesus Christ, nor the fact that the people responsible for my daughter's present-day situation are ashamed that the local public now knows that they're involved in a satanic cult. They're pagans, playing gods over us, fabricating lies, and presenting them as facts to the public as they practice their pagan witchcraft. God has empowered me to shield the normal temptations that would have succumbed the average man in this situation. Instead, he has me standing firm to be an example to others, to include some that we call honorable who are actually evil. They are empowered to steal, kill, and destroy. And this podcast will describe the way, starting from the beginning. 
again in Swordfish fashion in September the 20th, 2019. I just ended a FaceTime goodnight call with my daughter, Solana. I live in Wildwood, Florida, where I'm a candidate for circuit judge of the 5th Judicial Circuit of Florida, seat 10. I'm running to be the first African-American elected circuit judge. Just one other was appointed circuit judge by Governor Jeb Bush many years ago. It's been an all-white judicial circuit in Florida for many years since her retirement. It's incredible that Florida is the third largest state in the union, but there's a judicial circuit right here in the heart of Central Florida, the size of the state of Connecticut, that doesn't have one black judge. A five-county circuit with zero black judges. And Senator Rick Scott has a lot to do with that statistic. He has the worst track record of appointing black judges than any Republican governor before him. Now he's our state senator. Again, it's September the 20th, 2019, and my eight-year-old daughter has not been allowed to return to her Wildwood, Florida home by white circuit judges who have an agenda of hate toward me and my family that they have displayed in the most vile and inhumane ways imaginable against me and my family, presumably to provoke me to go crazy and run out of town. But they're learning by the character and dignity that I'm maintaining through it all that my Christian walk and talk is unwavering. I don't know, and I don't care, why a circuit judge would resort to committing heinous crimes by fabricating dozens of lies to humiliate me and to provoke me, I suppose, to engaging in an equal reaction of hate. But the details of this personal story I'm going to podcast in almost real time when we get there, after I'm done illustrating the entire book into podcasts. It's September the 20th, 2019. My ex-wife's attorney is a co-defendant with her in a federal action I filed against both of them a few months ago in Tampa, Florida. There's an upcoming contempt hearing in a bankruptcy court against both of them. It could be the beginning of the end of her attorney, who's taken as much as a half a million dollars from her client to get both of them and my daughter in the predicament that they're in now. And that predicament is trying to protect themselves from the crimes and the corruption that they are now all caught up in and will be podcast after I'm done narrating this book. So thank you for listening as I take you on this Christian walk with me. Lily's Dad, Haven at Ford, available now on Amazon Books, being illustrated to you the way that's taking me to Hollywood. Thank you for listening. Episode 1, Ancestry, is next. <laughs>